Alright, come on in, come on in. When you hear my body, and I can tell all I Think I'm making it Good afternoon. Think I'm making all right, we're playing some music while we're waiting for everybody else to get in. I hope your heart is encouraged today. God bless you, Prophetess. Hey, Sherry, I love you too much. Bless you, Sister Jania. God bless everybody coming on in, coming on in today. Glory to God. We have moved from from 10 minute to Tuesday, 10 minute Tuesday to transformation Tuesday. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I hope y'all can hear this music. I think I'm gonna take this earpiece off. That's what I'm gonna do. Because I want y'all to hear this. Uh-oh. There we go. Sorry about that. All right, is the screen frozen? I can't tell. Bless your prophetess pots. God bless you. Hallelujah. I just want y'all to put some hands together and give God some praise because he's worthy to be glorified. He's worthy to be magnified. Hallelujah. Good afternoon, my sister. God bless you. I hope you declare this over yourself today. Hallelujah. Hold me down. True victory. I found. Is the screen working right? Yes, I'm on purpose with my vision. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Listen, I just wanted to give y'all a little bit of music this afternoon. I hope that your afternoon is going well and that you all are experiencing the blessings of the Lord. Amen. Um, I hope that this screen is not frozen. Is the screen frozen? Can y'all see well? Amen. It is Transformation Tuesday, which we normally call 10 Minute Tuesday, but because we know that uh, we have had uh, difficulty with um, staying on for just 10 minutes, <laughs> so I think I'm going to have to restart this video. Is this video having, having problems here? All right, this is what we're going to do. Let me stop this. Let me stop this. All right, so those of you who are watching by way of, uh, listening rather, by way of uh, Spreaker, what you can do is just give us one moment, please, if you would, amen, and I'm just restarting my video. There we go. So I'll give everybody a moment to come on back in. Hallelujah. 
and and be able to get this word. There we go. That's so much better. That was my fault. I apologize. That's that's what happens when you try to multitask and do nine thousand things at the same time. So, oh, there we go. All right, praise our God. We are ready, ready, ready. I'm going to give everybody a moment to come back in. It is Transformation Tuesday. There we go. Hallelujah. We had an issue with our little video. Praise God. But we are back. Amen. And so I'm going to give everybody a moment to jump back in again. Grace and peace and God bless to everybody that's coming in. Bless you, Pastor T. It's so good to see you. It's so good to see all of you coming back in. Bless you, Minister Andrea. Thank God for those of you who are listening by way of iHeartRadio and Spreaker. Thank you for coming back in. Sister Kim, bless you. Prophetess Harris, God bless you. Bless you. Listen, today I want to talk to you about the power to recover. This is what would normally be our 10-minute Tuesday. We've had to change this to Transformation Tuesday. Why? Because we know that sometimes we take more than 10 minutes. And so I want to make sure that I share with you what's in the heart of God. But before I do that, as we're getting ready, I'm going to share with you a resource because I'm going to be sharing some stuff from, well, some ideas that's from this particular book. And this is the Battle of the Overcomer, a Spiritual Warfare Handbook for the Believer. This book, amen, you can find this on our website. And listen to me, those of you who have had to deal with anger, hurt, bitterness, discouragement, rejection, all of those things. We are dealing with that in this book. And so today I want to talk to you about recovering and encouragement. Amen. Because each one of us deal with different circumstances and different situations that come against us. And in this book, we deal with that. And and this book is $10. So if you would like to purchase a copy, you can do so. I will make sure that I put in our uh, feed here, um, the links for you to be able to purchase a copy, but I want to share with you. I'm going to jump right on in because we lost some time already. So I'm going to jump right on in and just go ahead and get into the word with y'all this afternoon. Again, grace and peace to all of you. Thank you for coming back in. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. God bless all of you. Thank you so much. Um, elder Bradley for putting that up. You can purchase this book on our website for $10. Amen. And and so um, I want to be a blessing to the people of God today because I know that there's so much going on. How many of y'all have a lot going on? How many of y'all have like life is coming at you at 2.3 billion miles per second and it's sometimes hard to keep up with everything that is going on. Aside from whatever it is that God is speaking to you and whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, then you have your family life, then you have your business, then you have your, you know what I'm saying, ministry, then you have all kinds of things that are coming at you and then that does not stop the enemy from trying to distract you to try to prevent you from accomplishing what the Lord has said. It does not mean that you don't deal with circumstances and situations and something that the Lord was dealing with me about. And I'm going to speak to leaders specifically on today. So if you have any of you do ministry, any of you who travel and preach, any of you who uh, uh, just do you involved in any kind of ministry whatsoever. I want to talk about uh, the fact of about the power of recovery, being able to recover. And not just that, I want to deal with the spirit spirit of a manic Monday. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. What, there used to be a song that came out, I believe it was in the 80s, about um, just another manic Monday. We bind that spirit today in the name of Jesus. I did some research and I found out that Mondays are the most discouraging days for leaders in ministry. Can I say that again? 
I found out that Mondays are the most discouraging days for leaders and ministry because Sundays you usually, you know, you have Friday, you have Sunday, you pour out on the weekends or whatever. And then here you go into a Monday, Monday, you come, you know, you're back in, you know, dealing with life, you dealing with whatever it is that you deal with. And then, you know, you got all kinds of emotions and different circumstances and situations come crashing down on you. And so I want to speak to this spirit of discouragement and command you to recover today. So I want to read a few verses of scripture to you. And I want to look first and foremost at Matthew chapter 9, verse 31. Let's look at Matthew 9 and verse 31. And again, there's so much that I want to share with you. And I want to speak to your heart today that if you have been discouraged, if you have been, amen, dealing with issues that have been coming against you, and I can't even begin to tell you how sometimes, you know, people that I have spoken to or, think, you know, people that I've had to deal with, the things that they are experiencing, uh, Sometimes it's hard to just keep those wheels going. Okay, you could be praying, you could be fasting, you could be seeking the Lord, you can be in the word, but that does not mean that the enemy is not going to come for you. Hello? And 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 9 times out of 10 when you are doing what God has called you to do, you're going to face a fight. So let's look at Matthew chapter 9. Amen. I'm praying I got the right verse of scripture here. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I knew I saw that when I when I looked at it. So that means that in your copious free time, go back and read that. Amen. I need Mark chapter 9. My apology. So let's go to the book of Mark chapter 9. Amen. And we're going to start at verse 31. All right. And I want to read this to you because this is, this is serious business here. Okay. All right, so let's start at verse 30. And it says, then went on, they went on from there and passed through Galilee. All right. And he did not want anyone to know for he was teaching his disciples saying to them, the son of man is going to be delivered into the hands of men and they will kill him. And when he is killed after three days, he will rise. Look at verse 32. But they did not understand the saying and were afraid (laughs) to ask him. Listen to me. How many times has the Lord spoken to you and you didn't really understand what the heck he was saying? Come on here, somebody. Let's not get serious and deep over here trying to act like we don't know. There are times that God speaks to us and we cry and we snot and we, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But we don't really know or understand what it is that God is meaning when he says these things. I'm going to try to lift this thing up just a little bit. Pardon me. I'm trying to lift this up just a little bit. And so I need to speak to you about being able to recover when you don't understand. Come on. Amen. So this right here is setting the stage. This is setting the stage for disciples who once Jesus is crucified, they start tripping. Okay. First of all, we got Peter who dis- who who is you know, who denies Jesus. He's oblivious to his own weaknesses, oblivious to the fact that, you know, he ain't who he thought he was. Hello. He's not as powerful as he thought he was. You know what I'm saying? You traveling with Jesus, but you ain't got no power. Hello, somebody. Glory to God. And so here he is, you know, he's going to have to confront himself, confront his loss or his lack of character. Then you have, then you have all the disciples and the scripture tells us that even as you go into the book of Acts, amen, even as you read in through some of the other uh, gospels, you see that once Jesus is crucified, the disciples, these 
powerful. Here we go dropping stuff. <laughs> here we go dropping stuff. Today is today is technical trouble Tuesday. We rebuke that spirit. Come on here now. Amen. All right. And so here you have these disciples who once Jesus says that I'm going, I'm going away. I'm going to leave you. I'm not going to be here with you. Okay. They don't understand what he's saying. And they start tripping after he is crucified because they were too afraid to seek God about clarity, to get clarity about what he meant. Listen to me. When you get a word, you don't need to just rejoice. You need to inquire to find out what it is that God is speaking to you. And so these times that you deal with discouragement because your destiny is brought to you face to face or your issues, you begin to face your issues that you have to face head on things that you didn't think that you were going to have to deal with circumstances that you didn't know. Amen. That you were going to have to face or sometimes even like Peter. Peter thought he was all that in the bag of chips. But then when, when he was questioned about his affiliation, okay, he wasn't ready to handle what was coming at him. Okay. He was not ready to handle the trial. He was not ready to handle, amen, the scrutiny. He wasn't ready to handle, amen, and confront his own insecurities that were in him. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Life is going to always happen. There are always going to be things that come against you to discourage you, that try you, amen, that the enemy will send, amen, even through people. People will come, amen, hallelujah, and you will have to deal with things, amen, that you did never think that that you would have to, to deal with. And, 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 and I don't know if some of you who caught that in the beginning when I was talking about this manic Monday spirit. Amen. How that sometimes on Mondays, leaders, you know, leaders who have gone through and have poured out to everybody else and have spent their time with everybody else and done all whatever they've done for others. Amen. On Mondays, their own problems come crashing down on them. On Mondays, they can't handle their Monday. And some of you, you may not even be doing ministry. You may just be supporting ministry. You may be, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, you might be a part of a ministry and still Mondays come. And when Monday hits you, it's too much for you to handle. And so I want to speak to the power to be able to recover because you didn't take the time to inquire about what it is that God meant when he said what he said to you. Come on here, somebody. I got to fix this. This is, this is getting on my nerves. All right, that's a little bit better. Let's see if we can keep it, if it'll stay. Okay, all right. Because I don't want to spend my whole time fighting with this thing. All right, that's a little bit better. Let's hope that stays right there. All right, so again, I'm going to be sharing some parts from out of out of this book here. All right, that I wrote some years ago. All right, so, you know, when you look at, even when you look back in the scripture, all right, and the disciples, once Jesus died, okay, when he died, amen, when you go to Luke chapter 24, and we see how they were going to the grave, because first of all, they was disheartened. First of all, they could not believe that Jesus actually died. Verse verse 31 and 30, 31 tells us in Mark, amen, chapter 9, that after Jesus spoke to them and told them, this is what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? They're sitting right in front of him and they don't understand what he's saying, but they were too fearful to ask him what he meant. And the scripture tells us that, amen, let's look at the, let's look back at the verse of scripture. Verse 33 says, and they came to Capernaum and he was in the house and he asked them, what were you discussing on the way? 
but they kept silent for on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. Now, isn't this funny? Isn't this funny? Okay, so they want to sit down and discuss who's better than who. Ain't this like the church? We, we want to talk about who is above who, even on the job, even on the job. You know what I'm saying? People want to think they better. Somebody think they want to try to outdo this, outdo that. Come on. Amen. But you don't even know what God was talking about. And it's that when you get by yourself, because you did not understand what the Lord said, it becomes a point of torment. Come through here, people. How many of y'all have gotten a word and you rejoiced over that word, but then you start looking at your circumstances and things in your life don't look like what God said. How about, how about those that are around you in your circle don't look like what God said? How about the things that, that you receive specific prophetic words about don't seem like they come to pass? How do you handle that discouragement? How do you handle, amen, let, let me put it like this. Because I know all of us in some shape, form, or fashion have experienced it. It may not necessarily be through church. It could be through work. It could be through personal relationships where you you felt like you were surrounded by snake and snakes and folks that you can't trust. And people who, who talk out of one side of their mouth, amen, and lie out of the other. Listen to me. You got to be able to keep your focus on God. You got to remember, amen, that God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Every word. Can somebody just type that in here? Every word. Every word that he spoke, he's going to bring it to pass. And because you have the God of the universe, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords down on the inside of you, you can recover from everything that you experience. It doesn't matter how hard it is. It doesn't matter. Even if you feel like, even if you are at home right now crying while you watching this, let me be the one to tell you that recovery, amen, hallelujah, is something that you can do. Recovery, amen, belongs to you. It is the will of God that you can recover from every circumstance and every situation. Now in the book, I deal with disappointment. Okay. A lot of times what we have to recover from is disappointment because we have an expectation that something is going to happen and then it doesn't happen. And so the scripture tells us that hope deferred makes the heart sick. How many of you have ever had your heart be sick? I can raise my hands and my feet on that. Okay. But let me give you a definition of what discouragement is or disappointment is. Disappointment is failure of expectation. It is, can I read this to you? Depression caused by failure, unhappiness caused by not seeing hope fulfilled. Listen to me. Let me ask you this question. What has disappointed you? Who has disappointed you? What were you expecting that did not happen? Who made a promise and didn't keep it? And you put all of your stock in the words that they spoke to you. Not what God spoke to you. And even sometimes some things that God has spoken to us, we put all of our hope, all of our trust in those things. And what has happened to us is because it didn't happen in the moment we wanted it to, or because it took us longer than what we expected that it was going to take, we find ourselves being discouraged and we face disappointment. Listen to me. The disciples were disappointed when Jesus was crucified. Why? Because number one, they didn't understand what he meant. 
Number two, they had an expectation that he was come to bring them or to, or to bring a kingdom to the Jewish people. Amen. And when that did not happen, they were disappointed. They felt like they have been left out. They felt like what God had declared was not coming to pass. And I need you to be able to shake yourself from this place of discouragement. You got to shake, amen, shake off every thing that would come to try to, amen, discourage your heart, that would try to cause you to feel as though God is not going to do what he said he's going to do. You got to shake yourself from the place of weeping and crying all day and all night. You got to get yourself to the place where you understand, amen, hallelujah, that though God spoke the word and though the vision tarried, you got to have the grace and the patience to be able to wait for it. What was it that you have been expecting that has not yet come to fruition? And how did you find yourself in this current state? How'd you get here? One thought led to another thought. One thing said, you know, one thing led to another thing. Maybe, maybe you have friendships that fail. Maybe you had a marriage that failed. Maybe your, your, the job that you was counting on did not work out. You know what I'm saying? You didn't get the pay you thought you were going to get. Maybe money that you were expecting to come didn't show up like you wanted to. Maybe somebody said something to you and it had the capacity to, to, to cut you and cut you deep. Whatever it is that have caused you to get in the state that you are in, you're going to have to pull yourself out by the grace of God. You're going to have to stand on God's word. Hallelujah. And you're going to have to believe what the Lord said. Are you still here? Did I lose you? Come on here. Amen. It is time out for you having manic Mondays. We rebuke that spirit. We rebuke the spirit of discouragement. And, and even as I was reading this definition and it says depression caused by failure. Listen to me. Don't, don't allow yourself to be depressed because something didn't pan out or because the first thing you tried didn't work or because things didn't seem like it came together like it should have or what you had an expectation. Keep going. Keep pressing. Amen. The Bible tells us, amen, knock and it shall be opened unto us. Ask and it shall be given to seek and we shall find. Those words, amen, are, amen, are in the tech, in the tense that if you knock and keep knocking, the door is going to open. If you ask and keep asking, it's going to be given to you. If you seek and keep seeking, amen, then it's going, amen, you're going to find it. But you got to stay in the, in the current of it. You got to continue even if it seems like it is difficult, even if it seems like this is not going nowhere, even if it seems like, you know, I, you know, I don't got nobody that's really in my corner and these jokers who keep saying they're going to do something, they don't do it. Or this person who said they're going to do something, they don't do it. I'm tired of folks lying. Listen to me. Folks are going to lie. That's what they do. It's flesh. Okay, things are going to take place. That's what happens. It's life. But you got to be resilient. This is the hour for you to be resilient. Do you know why? Because you are in the greatest season of your life right now. We are in the position now where God is pulling us to the place of revival. Amen. Being poured out on us and being poured out through us. And because of this, you do not have time to sit on the sidelines and lick your wounds. Listen to me. If you're going to lick your wounds, you better be moving. Come on here, somebody. Come on. A lot of times we can't go forward because we are disappointed. Okay? Because things have happened to us. 
you know, uh, uh, situations have come and discovered us. Somebody said something to you and it cut you deep. Amen. It, it hurt your feelings. It made you mad. You know what I'm saying? It made you feel like, you know what? I just can't take no more of this. And then sometimes you just feel like you're exasper exasperated at the end of your rope. Listen to me. If you at the end of your rope today, I want you to understand that you can recover. You most absolutely can recover. You need to get up out of this because, because disappointment will, will fool you and lie to you and make you believe that God is not with you. And I'm here to tell you that he is with you. You know why? Because the word of God says that he will never leave you. Neither will he forsake you. And so if God spoke his word, guess what? He is God enough. I ain't say man enough. He's God enough to keep his word and to bring it to pass. Are y'all, are y'all here? Are you listening to what I'm saying? All right. And see what happens to us is after we find ourselves disappointed, we start getting bitter. Mm. Now, man, now I appreciate that the Lord said this or this person did that. And now I'm going to start holding a grudge. I'm going to become bitter. I'm going to be angry because something didn't pan out. I'm going, I'm going to, amen, find myself in a place of being displeased with my circumstances or being displeased with people or being displeased with God because things did not pan out the way that I wanted them to happen. Okay. You know, and, 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 and these things happen, but you got to get up from there. Listen to me, because somebody just type in here, get up. That, that's all I need you to do. Because if you can get up, the rest is easy. It's one foot in front of the other. Come on here. Put some worship music on. Go wash your face. Go anoint your forehead. Sing some songs of Zion. This is why I put the song on in the beginning. I, I'll make it. And guess what? I'm going to play it again before we go off of here. Why? Because you have got to know that you are going to make this. God did not bring you here just for the bottom to fall out. He didn't bring you like we do, like the children of Israel did. You know what I'm saying? And they got out there in the wilderness and they're saying, oh God, you brought us here to kill us. Listen, if God wanted to kill him, he could have killed him in, in, in Egypt. If God wanted to destroy you, if he wanted to make nothing out of your life, he could have made nothing out of wherever you were. He didn't have to bring you to where you are for things to fall apart. Listen to me. Keep pressing because you can and you will recover. It is the will of God. Hallelujah. That you recover. It is, amen, the will of God that you be able to go on. It is the will of God that you be able to walk in the joy of the Lord. Don't you know that the joy of the Lord is your strength? Come on here, somebody. Hallelujah. When you read in the book of Philippians, amen, chapter four, four, verses four through nine, this is what the scripture says. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything. Can somebody type everything? Just real quick, real quick. Just write everything. Come on. In everything. All right, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God. This is what you have need of today, people of God, is the peace of God. Come on, which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, 
Whatsoever things are true, I need you to get your mind right. Whatsoever things are honest, I need you to bring your thoughts in. Come on here. Amen. Whatsoever things are just, come on, God is fighting for you. Whatsoever things are pure, come on, cast out that stuff, amen, that's coming to you to try to make you think that, amen, that God is not with you. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are a good report, if there be any virtue, I need you to put your mind on some things that's going to give you some strength. You don't need to think no woe is me thoughts. You can do that, amen, by yourself. You can, you can feel bad by yourself. You can look at your circumstances. Your circumstances are enough to make you feel bad. But I need you to start thinking on those things that's going to bring you strength. And if there be any praise, think on those, on these things. That's what the scripture says. Come on. Those things both which you have learned, received, and heard, and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Listen. Listen, these are clear instructions in Philippians chapter four. All right. And this again is Philippians four verses, verses four through nine. You have got to command yourself to rejoice. You have got to, amen, get your mind right. Tell your mind, I'm not getting ready to think on this negativity. Y'all not going to hold me down thoughts. You're not going to hold me back. Mine, I command you to line up. Mine, I command you to have the right thoughts. Think on those things that have strength, those things that have virtue, those things, amen, hallelujah, glory to God, amen, that are just those things that are honest, those things that are lovely. Amen. In other words, what he's saying is think good thoughts. Command your mind to think some good thoughts. Command your mind to think on those things. Amen. Hallelujah. That are better than what you are experiencing right now. You, If, if you got to go sit down outside and go look at the birds flying around and singing and smell the fresh air and thank God for another day and thank him for the sun shining and thank him for the grass that's green and thank him for the birds that's singing. I was just here sitting in my office and I could hear these birds the birds was out there just chattering. I don't know what they were saying, but I know that they was out there worshiping, giving God some glory outside. And I mean, they was in concert. And if the birds can give God praise, listen to me, the birds don't know where their food is coming from, from one day to the next, but God provides for them. God makes a way for them. Don't you know that? Amen. Even as the scripture says, amen, that if God provide for them, don't you know that God is going to provide for you? So I just want to speak to you today. Amen. You need to get this resource in your hand. You need to deal with your anger, your hurt, your bitterness. The link, amen, is in the comments. Amen. And and not just that, but if you just go to, and a matter of fact, instead of going to the 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 uh, website, amen, You if you want to just go straight to PayPal and do it, just go straight to PayPal and do it if you want. Amen. I need you to get this in your hand. You need to beat discouragement. You need to beat, amen, everything that comes to try to keep you from moving forward. This is $10. What's $10? It's lunch money, saints. Lunch money. Come on here. You need... Stop eating everything and let's eat something. Let's eat something that's going to bring life to you. That's going to bring strength to you. Amen. That's going to encourage you. That's going to speak to you about where you're going and where you need to go. Because I'm going to tell you something. While you're building what God is telling you to build, while you're waiting for the promises of God to come to pass, you're going to face circumstances and situations and it's not going to get any easier, but God is going to make you stronger. You hear me what I'm saying? He's going to give you the grace to endure. He's going to give you the strength to continue to stand. Amen. He's going to help you with your thoughts. 
thoughts. So don't think yourself out of the will of God. I rebuke the spirit of discouragement today off of your life. And I declare over every person that is watching, every person that is listening, every person that's under the sound of my voice today. And that will hear this on whatever day that you hear it on. I am declaring over you strength to be able to recover in the name of Jesus. That you will take on the mind of God. That you will take on, amen, those things that have been spoken of in scripture. Amen. That the peace of God that passes all our understanding will keep our minds and our hearts through Christ Jesus as we set our minds on him in Jesus name and father we thank you for it right now we give you glory we give you honor we magnify you in Jesus name for all that you're doing and all that you're gonna do hallelujah in the name above that is above every other name that is in the name of Jesus listen to me this song again is for you amen you need to tell yourself I'm gonna make it I don't care what the devil says. I don't care amen, what your circumstances say. I don't care what your neighbor said. I don't care who don't believe in you. Listen to me. Jesus believes in you. He believes in you so much that he died for you because he knew that you were going to do what he called you to do in this hour. So get rid of this discouragement. Get rid of the attitudes. Get rid of every thought that's not like God and get back into the word where Philippians 4 tells us, amen, think on those things. Command yourself to think on those things. Hallelujah. That's going to give you strength. Amen. That's going to bring you out in Jesus name. Be blessed as you listen to the song. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you are going to make it. Yes, you are. You don't you don't have no choice. You got to. Come on, this is your time to rejoice. Those that are listening by way of iHeartRadio, God is gonna bring you out. No matter where you are, no matter what your circumstances are. Hallelujah. You're gonna make it. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Come on, with those hearts while you rejoicing in the Lord for all of his goodness and all of his mercy, all of his long suffering for you. Hallelujah. You going to make it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't care if it's your marriage. I don't care if it's your children, if it's your finances, if it's your health, whatever it is, you going to make it. You hear me what I said? You going to make it. Glory to God. Come on, come on. Read it again. That's right. Read it again. God bless you. Come on. It's time for you to rejoice. It's time for you to give God praise. He already made a way for you to escape. Glory to God. I dare you to rejoice with me. Just for the last few minutes. Come on. Before your lunch hour is over. Come on.
prophesy over your every everything around you. Glory to God. Come on, prophesy. Yes, I will. Come on. We don't care about them haters. They don't exist because we won't put in the plan of God. are going to make it. You might have been crying yesterday. You might have been crying today. But you are going to make it. You don't have no choice. Come on. But to make it. You know why? Because the seed that is in you is resurrected seed. And so the seed that's in you cannot die. You have a never die ministry in you. Amen. And that ministry comes from Jesus Christ. The Lord bless you and keep you and strengthen you today. Hallelujah. Have an awesome Tuesday. And I pray that this word will transform you. Amen. From the place of trouble and disappointment to encouragement and strength in Jesus name. God bless you. Duncan's new wake up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake up wrap with bacon and a wake up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast for $3. Wake up your day with new wake up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusions apply. Limited time offer. With Metro and the best deal in wireless, whatever your goal, however you hustle, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line, period. With taxes and regulatory fees always included, so you know exactly how much you pay every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Plus, at Metro, get the latest 5G phones, like a Samsung Galaxy for less than 100 bucks when you switch. That's the best deal in wireless, so you can take control of your day wherever it takes you. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. Samsung A51 requires port from eligible carrier and ID validation limited to two per account. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details.